Parsha's Ve'ira talks about many things. Uh, the first of the seven plagues are in this week's Parsha. Um, and the beginning of the Parsha, Moshe speaks to Bnei Yisrael, and they don't listen to him. And the Pasuk tells us the reason why they don't listen to him is because they don't listen to him from shortness of breath and from uh, heavy work or hard work. Right? And uh, then Moshe turns to Hashem and he says to him, he's, Hashem tells him to go speak to Paro. And Moshe says, how am I supposed to be, speak to Paro? He's not going to listen to me. If the Jewish people wouldn't listen to me, then certainly Paro is not going to listen to me. And by the way, uh, you know, I have uh, I have sealed lips. I'm a Ras Right? So this is very interesting is because it seems to be that there are two different perspectives as to the reason why uh, the Jewish people did not listen to Moshe. From Moshe's perspective, he thinks that the reason why they didn't listen to him is because he's a Ras Hafasayim, because he's not able to articulate clearly. But the Torah is telling us that's not true. The reason why the Jewish people didn't listen to you, Moshe, is because Me'avod Kosha and uh, and Mikotzeruach is from the shortness of breath and from the difficult labor, right? It's which is two completely different reasons. If we think about this for a moment, what we see is that, and this happens often in conversations that we have with other people. Someone is talking, and someone is supposedly listening, even in this interaction right now. And I am assuming that you are going to hear me the same way that I'm thinking about it in my own mind. But that's not necessarily the case. Moshe experiences a circumstance and he tells something to Bnei Yisrael and then he concludes that they don't listen to him because it's a flaw in him. That's the way that he sees himself. He sees that that, that because of his speech impediment or whatever it was, that was whatever it means that it's a Ras of Asayim, he sees that's the reason why they don't listen to me. And the Torah is telling us, no, that's not the case. That's not why they don't listen to you. They have this emotional block, a psychological block. They're so overwhelmed in their work, they think that nothing can ever change, right? So it seems that that what is going on is there's two different opinions as to why the Jewish people didn't listen to Moshe. And if you read through a little bit further in Sukkim, you'll notice that Hashem kind of agrees with Moshe. Why? Because we see that he sends him Aaron. So don't worry, Aaron's going to be your spokesperson. Aaron is actually going to go and uh, speak for him, which would seem to suggest that uh, that the reason that Moshe was correct. But then, why does the Torah tells us tell us the reason? The Torah tells us a different reason. So what's going on over here? Well, if you keep reading the pesukim, we see that actually Hashem uh, tries to deal with both perspectives. He sends him. Aaron. He tells him, I'm going to send him Aaron. who's going to go with you. And not only that, but you, I have placed you as a master over Paro. And when he says that, that line is a very important line. Because what that line means, that he's a master over Paro, means that it doesn't make a difference, Moshe, whether or not you have a speech impediment or you can't articulate clearly or whatever the issue is. I have placed you as a master over Paro. I'm the one that rules the world over here. And, and it's irrelevant if the reason is because you think that you're speaking improperly or if it's because they have some sort of emotional block. But Hashem doesn't tell Moshe straight out. Why doesn't he tell him straight out? Because he has a certain amount of respect for Moshe. So he finds a way to actually address both points. He says, I'm going to send you Aaron. That's going to take care of your perspective. And I'm also going to tell you that I put Paro underneath your domain. And by the way, Moshe, he's not going to listen to you because I'm going to harden his own heart. So Hashem is communicating to him in the most respectful way possible that, you know what? I hear your point. 
You're concerned about your, your speech challenge? Don't worry, I'm going to send you Moshe. But you know what? That's not the entire picture. There's more going on in the story over here, Moshe. So I'm going to also let you know that what? That Paul was going to be underneath, underneath your domain. And I'm going to control how and when he reacts accordingly. So I find these there are two insights over here for us to benefit from. One is that in conversations with other people, we need to understand that sometimes they hear things or interpret things differently than the way that we say them. The second thing is that it's also important for us to try to find a respectful way to disagree with somebody. Hashem is all-powerful and always right. And he found a way to communicate to Moshe that, by the way, your interpretation is incorrect. But he didn't have to tell him straight out. He subtly hinted at him. Maybe us, as mere humans, who are flawed over and over again, could also strive to find a way to be able to communicate to other people, right, uh, our opinion differently in cases when they might be wrong. Have a good Shabbos and a Shabbat Shalom.